1450 AM, WKXL, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 1019 in the Manchester area. It is In Touch with Kale and Cormier, Ken Kale, Jane Cormier here. A delight to have you with us on this program. And uh, Jane, how are you today? I'm awesome. How are you doing today? I am doing uh, very, very well. Very, very well. I feel spring is in the air, yes. and that's a very good thing. Yes. It means baseball is not far behind. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> which, you know, we weren't sure about that, at least on the major league level. Right. Uh, you know, we weren't sure about that a short time ago. But now uh, the opening of the major league season is just going to be uh, a few days delayed. Right. And they will get right on it April 7th. Wow. Circle that date on your calendar, April 7th. Red Sox and the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. No. That will open the Red Sox season. Oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah. well, that's good game. It is. It is. <laughs> and and don't forget, also, we have uh, minor league baseball yeah. in Manchester with the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, yeah. the AA affiliate of the Toronto Blue Jays, and uh, their season will be starting very shortly as well. Awesome. On April 12th is their uh, home opener. So, And aren't uh, you working with them? I, I'm doing a little work with them, yes. And uh, it'll be, uh, it'll be a, a great season ahead. They always provide great uh, family and uh, relatively low-cost yep. entertainment when you compare it to uh, major league prices. So you're able to take the family. You're able to see some great baseball. Right. You know, maybe catch a ball in the stands, get some autographs, you Can name it. Have fun. It's always a great day at the ballpark at uh, Delta Dental Stadium uh, in Manchester. So uh, what is on your mind today, what Jane? What is on my mind? Well, um, for, uh, you know, what everybody is talking about today, right? What are we talking about? We're talking about, oh, my God, how much it is to put oh, gas man. in my car. Every right? day it's more. <laughs> You know, for the first time since I've ever had a car, and that dates back a long time now, I went to the pump the other day and put over fifty dollars worth oh gosh, yeah. in my tank. Yeah. Over fifty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's scary. He's watching this happening because it's of course not just what you're putting in your tank. Don't forget all the truck drivers that make everything run in this country yeah. are dealing with with diesel that's through the roof even worse than oh, what yeah. we're doing. I mean, there was a time when uh, diesel was less uh, less than uh, regular gas. Right. Yeah. But they've regulated that up through the sky, right? Oh, yeah. Because we know that that's not good. But, you know, I decided that um, that's all the overreaching one. It's the one that everybody goes out and feels immediately, right? But, you know, when you really start to look at what is happening, it's so much deeper than one might think. And so I started reading some articles and putting together some information. On top of that, I received um, this really cool article from Americans for Prosperity. Mm-hmm. Now, for those that don't know who AFP is, they're, they're a, you know, an organization that's really just an economically, you know, all they deal with is economics, right? They're, they're a political group that deals with small business, accountable government, um, and good economy, right? So the reason I like AFP is because even when I was in office, I used to go for, you know, their information, very Mm fact-based. They don't do, you know, narrative where they're skewing stuff in a way that would make people, you know, question Mm -hmm. or, or, 
you know, wonder about the facts, right? They just boom. They give you facts. Just the facts, ma'am. Just they, like Joe Friday on, on Dragnet. Yes. Just the facts. Yes. Just yeah. like that. You know, so they have this thing. And reading this, just my hair, I told you my hair curled even more than it's even already Even more. Curled. Yep. Yes. So 25, 25 administrative policies that this are raising. Biden administration indeed, policies. Yes. Indeed. Yes. Raging, raising energy costs. All right. So um, now... Everybody knows that, of course, Ukraine made a bit of a difference, right? 7% of our oil comes from Russia. They're shut off. Now we have to accommodate for that. Okay, right? That's going to happen. But again and again, this article tells us that the groundwork for what we're doing right now started from, like, day one that he came into office. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's startling. (laughs) It's startling to me. Yeah. And, all right. and he, he blames it all on Putin. You can oh. blame Vladimir Putin for a lot. A lie. And and you can also, you know, blame him for the fact that our uh, energy costs are up. But it started long before. It was all planned. The invasion of Ukraine. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if the invasion of Ukraine, I think, was something this administration did not think was going to happen because it took months for Russia to align the forces it needed to in in, in the Ukraine. They probably thought he'd never go in, but now he has, and now they have a problem. So the narrative right now is to use, like we know that progressives like to do, you know, catastrophes, right, used to their benefit. Yep. So now they'll use the war. But here, here, I'm going to go through these. All right. All right. I'm anxious to hear them. Number one and two, adopting new EPA oil and gas rules. In November 21, the EPA announced new regulations governing methane, oil, gas production, transmission, storage, and distribution that was cost that would cost more than $1 billion a year. Okay? Um, last spring, he signed a resolution that overturned, of course, the Trump administration reforms to the EPA, okay, which benefited us, the consumer. Uh, and this resolution will actually worsen energy poverty for the world. Um because it puts burdensome regulation on small business. That, that's how they're paying for these EPA gas and oil rules. All right, so that was number one. Understand, most of this is done without us knowing a whole lot about it, right? The, the lay folk that are going to work every day are not getting this information. So the narrative is being skewed, so you don't know. Right. Correct. By by the mainstream media. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, you know, we, we saw this prior, of course. Uh, you know, we've seen it for a long time. I mean, let's go back. I mean, not not long before Donald Trump was even on the radar, uh, the media was uh, in the camp of the Democrats yep. for many, many years, dating back to, you know, Walter Cronkite, let's say. He was, you know, in the camp of all the Democrats. Mm-hmm. You know, America's most trusted journalist, Walter Cronkite. He was on far left. And we didn't know that till pretty late, right? True. He was gone True. before we understood what that was. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But but it's been going on for a long time. Most of the media, the mainstream media anyway, are Democrats mm-hmm. and are like, a, you know, a public relations wing right. of the Democratic Party. And that's the point to this article that they don't say, mm. you know, in, but they, it's implied that this whole 
this whole fifth wheel is what has put us where we are. Now, the ones everybody probably knows is we all heard that the, the Biden administration immediately halted new oil and gas leases, mm -hmm. delayed decisions on a lot of leases, right? Yeah. People don't know about that, but there are so many of these leases that are in limbo, yeah. so they can't move on them. Canceled the, the Keystone, they suspended the Arctic National Wild Wildlife Refuge, New Mexico, Navajo Nation, by the way, was incredibly opposed to him stopping that in their nation. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Um, it, it resurrected the waters of the United States rule. Now, folks, anytime you hear rule, your your back, the back hair and your the hair in the back of your head should come up. Because rule means there's no legislated power behind the rule. It was appointed. Appointed, you have no say in. We have no say. Every time administrative rules are invoked. Bad idea for a republic, but the rule which would increase barriers to energy projects. Mm -hmm. All right, so they, they got it at all. Now, what they don't know is that at the same time, the White House pursued new standards for particular matter in ozone, tightening them to unachievable levels for most of the country, creating new and before never known barriers for energy projects. He rescinded the Endangered Species Act, which, of course, now, you know, nothing's happening on any of those lands, those federal lands, right? So they're, they're going forward. They're thinking ahead. They're not just shutting it down now, right? They're, these new standards are now in place, mm -hmm. and they're going to be there until, until a new administration gets rid of them. Well, and I can't... Get there soon enough, folks. There you go. A new administration. Yep. But it's going to be over two years from now. Yep. Well over two years. Almost three Yeah. before we have a new administration. It is sad, for sure. Yeah. Now, number 10. This one, I, oh, my God. This one, I was like, holy crap. Uh, they're appointing unaccountable energy regulators. So there are several new bodies within the White House charged with creating new policies to regulate energy. The people who run these councils are unelected, do not need any Senate confirmation, but they have been granted broad powers to come up and invent new executive actions, which don't need consent now, right, right from right. Congress, yep. to regulate energy in this country. Mm. So all of these behind-the-curtain things are putting things into place that we don't know about, we have no say on, sit down and shut up and pay your bill. That's what this is. Who knows about this stuff? Crazy. Here's one we should love in New Hampshire. Number 11, forcing states to restrict driving. So one section of that wonderful Jobs Act, Investment and Jobs Act, requires every U.S. state to develop state carbon reduction acts which must be approved by the U.S. Department of Transportation and updated every four years. And these plans are aimed to reduce driving all over the country, even for people in rural areas, areas where public transportation is limited and driving is the only option. Now think about that. What is our government thinking? 
right? They aren't. They, yeah. What they're thinking is, <laughs> yeah. we, the serfs, yeah. don't know what's best for us. And because Correct. we don't know yeah. what's best for us, they're going to do it for us, right? How many people know that's even happening in our state? I heard nothing about it, and I, I read. Uh, yeah. I read. Oh, I know you do. So Voraciously, as they say. Well, a voracious reader. Yeah, this but. is a nice little thing in the new Investment and Jobs Act. Of course, this is great. This is really good. 12, 13, and 14, raising the price of car and trucks. So you thought that was because the little chips weren't being made, right? That's what we've been told. Remember, yeah. sustainable communities, which came in in the Clinton administration and every every Democrat administration since then, wants to, wants to control, because of climate, all our states, all our communities, right? But they can't tell us that because we're stupid, right? We're the paying serfs. Sit down, pay your bill. The Biden administration has failed to take adequate action on annual requirements and small refinery waivers for the renewable fuel standard, okay? So they've left something through the EPA, of course, uh, that is a finalized new rule. This new rule regulates greenhouse gas emissions, and that single regulation is going to raise the average new vehicle by $1,000. Now, you don't, uh, 1000 any, any vehicle, any vehicle. Any we're, we're not new. talking electric vehicles. We're talking any vehicle. No, yeah. no. Why? Because they think raising the price, right, makes it more difficult for us to get cars. That's not crazy. That's what they're doing. They're making, see, they're not going to say you have to buy electric, which is stupid anyway, because that uses a lot of fossil fuels. Of yes. course, I'm yeah. dumb, right? Yeah. But what they're doing is making it hard, hard, harder and harder and harder, right? If they make gas so expensive that you don't drive as much, well, that's for your own good. That's, yeah, it's inconvenient, but you know what? If you're a climate believer, if you believe in the God of climate, that's okay. Because in the long run, they're doing us a favor. That's what's happening. They're oh, yeah. There's no question. This. And, uh, you know, they get very little blowback from, uh, from the media. Because they're, they're not telling few. us, right? They're yeah. not telling us. They're, they're, we get the we get the information on one thing here or one thing there. Yeah. But the, we're not in on the narrative where they are. They're they're deliberately, you know, using propaganda to for the cause, right? Wholesale electricity. We won't even go into. It is like they have a whole thing here you have to hit on that talks about the taxes on this new policy for carbon taxes. Uh, wholesale electricity market. Electricity market. Yeah, electric. How much are you paying today to heat your house? A lot more than one <laughs> used to. That that is for sure. That, there's no doubt about that. And that's no not stopping. No doubt about that. Because guess what you do when you have a high electric bill? What do you do? You usually, what I do is usually turn the heat down or yeah. not use any at all if I can possibly get away with it. You use less, right? Yeah, of course. You have to conserve. Yeah. Well, that's good for you. Of course. That's good of for course. you. So, again, they're doing us a favor. Yeah. <laughs> it may not be good for us specifically, but, you know, 500 years from now, it's going to make a big difference. 
Oh, (laughs) you know, it's that whole thing. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Raising the price, number 16, of common household necessities. So one of them, EPA has issued a final rule to phase out a very common, inexpensive refrigerant. Now they're going to put this new one in place. So anything refrigerated is going to be very expensive and is going to increase the price of that air conditioning, refrigeration, whether it's a truck, a refrigerator, your air conditioner, whatever. So that is going to add another little bit. All right, 17. Oh, my goodness. Executive order, this one. All right. Um, That is mandating businesses um, to enforce these mandates of environmental concern on our businesses. So all of these mobilized federal agencies, all right, and commissions are being given the the green light to go to the to the small business or the big business, I guess, mm-hmm. and enforce all these things being put on the books. Of course, increasing increasing the cost for everybody, for the business and the people who do the business. Right? This is nuts. <laughs> yeah, and and all of these, so I, I think all of them you've mentioned so far are executive orders. A lot of them, they, yes. A, a lot of them. Yep. And, uh, no congressional approval. That's the key, right? Yeah. And we know how many executive orders uh, Biden signed just in his first three or four days yeah. in office. I mean, energy-wise and, and otherwise, that have been, every, well, let's put it this way. Just about everything he's touched has been a disaster. It has. It, it has. It really it's has. true. Yeah. I don't understand how people who supported that, you know, that administration can look at it any other way. What are they telling themselves? And and yet, folks, he received the most votes that any president has ever received. Well, they say. Which to me is just mind-boggling. Yeah. What do you go with that one? You know, I mean, like, what do you do with that? Wow. Really? Well, that's what you get when you have a mail-in president, you know? Yeah. Got to be careful not to do that again. Yeah. But, but, you know, they will be doing it again. Yeah, no doubt about it. Right. Remember now, we have now new from the Biden administration clean energy standard okay now this is no it's an aggressive version of the clean power plan we had before this is bigger and better and it's fall 2001 unified agenda of course we don't know anything about it because it's part of the epa right and its intention is to impose burdensome regulation and they say it offers little to no environmental benefit it's just another way for the clean energy standard to be raised, submitting, you know, submitting businesses to higher permits, higher costs for running the businesses. Right. That's how they do that. You know, I can picture Biden right now on, on the seacoast in Newcastle, New Hampshire, when he was campaigning, saying that he was going to, you know, get rid of all fossil fuels. I mean, he said it. He did. He said it. He did. In Newcastle, New Hampshire. I don't know that even those those of us that didn't vote for him, I don't think, I know that I didn't even know the level of what he was saying, right? Because we've heard a lot of people say that stuff. We know the bad stuff comes in, but it's usually come in in small, you know, small doses. Right. This is such a big one. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. He's full in. 
He's all in here. Oh, he is all in. He all is in. all in. I'm, I'm not sure he knows what he's doing. Uh, I, I'm quite sure he doesn't. Well. Uh, but he is being uh, guided by yeah. the far left. Yeah. Uh, he is just a puppet. Yeah. You know, uh, Jeff Dunham, the ventriloquist, you know him? <laughs> he's got his puppet, Walter. I mean, uh, Jeff Dunham was so far ahead of his time. <laughs> With Walter, I mean, that is Joe Biden right there. Oh, my right God there. in heaven. Wow. He's, he's a puppet of the far left. Yes, I do believe that's true because, you know, all of these pieces. Because he doesn't know. Right. This he is doesn't true. know. Indeed. That's why he never takes any questions from anybody. Right. Because he, he gets off so much and he can't he, answer the question. He, he can't. Can you imagine? Just can you imagine? Well, I'm going to hold that thought. We have to take a quick break <laughs> okay. here. It is in touch with, now, now you're getting me fired up, Jane. Oh, there you go. AM 1450 WKXL 1039 in the Capital Region, 1019 in the Manchester area. This is In Touch with Kale and Cormier, and you can uh, follow us 24 hours a day on WKXL at nhtalkradio.com. Welcome back. It is In Touch with Kale and Cormier. Ken Kale, Jane Cormier here, and uh, we've been talking about some of the energy policies and executive orders that have been implemented by the Biden administration. And uh, just before the break, we were, were talking about, you know, some of the executive orders that Joe Biden has, uh, has uh, you know, decided to uh, foist upon us mm-hmm. as American citizens. We are all paying the big price for it right now. Right. And it's only going to get worse. Right. Yeah. It can't help but get worse because this is not about Ukraine. Right. The narrative is it's all Russia. Gas prices were going up. Totally. uh, You know, uh, long, long before the uh, invasion of Ukraine, which is an awful thing. It is an awful thing. Absolutely. And and, uh, I think it's also an awful thing that we got as much oil as we did for so long from Russia. Shame on us. Yeah. Uh, we, We should be and certainly are capable in this country of being energy independent yes. because we were absolutely. absolutely we were at one time not too long ago energy independent right but right absolutely not, not no more as they say <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah indeed that's true yeah. um if anybody is interested in this information just to um let you know americansforprosperity.org has this article and, and it's actually updated march 7th so it's fairly you know, recent, mm-hmm. and um, pretty all, the great thing about it is if you go into it and it gets deep into uh, proving the point, for instance, broad powers, it says here that we've appointed unaccountable energy regulators in all different bodies of our government, mm-hmm. given them broad powers, all right? It, it tells you that fact, but you can go in and read specifics about the broad powers because it's highlighted, mm-hmm. which is why I like to read these stuff, this stuff online, because you can get in as deep as you want. Sure. Yeah. Right. And it's documented. It's not hyperbole. It's not we're going to re restate. Right. It's facts. Facts. And uh, EPA. Wow. I mean, the EPA is like running our life right now, folks. I mean. It's really sad how they're mandating and controlling business cost. Um, 21 here is that the administration is considering. Now, this, if you hit considering, mm-hmm. you pull up the whole document of all they're considering with this. Potential restrictions on exports of crude oil. 
that would increase, not decrease, our energy prices. So export of our crude oil. <laughs> All right? Yeah. He's going to charge fees or, or restrictions on the export cost. Like, who does that to their own country? Right? But it's to keep it high. They want yeah. the price high. They do want the price high because they want... As uh, it was stated long before the election, they want everybody in an electric car by 2035. Right. That, that was one thing. But see, yeah. they don't get the electric car without bringing the whole thing with it. That's right. And that's how they have to bring us all down. Yeah. They're going to tell us, they're going to teach us how to get away from fossil fuels without telling us that's what they're doing. But we can't get away from fossil fuel, fuels, fossil fools maybe, but not <laughs> fossil fuels. <laughs> Uh, because they helped power the grid, yeah, the energy grid. We need electricity, folks. Yes, we do to right now. Power the electric cars. Here's the here's the argument too, and and I hope anybody listening out there remembers this argument when confronted with the leftists on the campaign upcoming campaign trail. Well, we need to get away from fuels, fossil fuels. How are we ever going to do that? We have to start going green. When, when did the narrative become that we have to be 100% into this right now? When did we jump that shark? Why can't we start having a plan if they really think that that's where we got to go and, in, and incrementally advancing toward it while keeping all of the, why does it have to be one or the other? No, we, we should be taking it gradually. That's right. Baby steps. Have you ever heard someone say that? Because I don't hear that out there. I hear only the hyperbole of, we're going to die in five years. You know, we're going to, you know, we're going to. We, we've been hearing this since we've been alive. <laughs> you know, we should be uh, dead by I now. I don't know how we've survived. <laughs> we're so old. We should be gone by right? a decade yeah. ago, you know? Yeah. But, but see, the answer to this and why I think this is important is that. Unless somebody can tell people or maybe, you know, put in the thought in the, into their head that the, the discussion doesn't have to be the discussion they put before you. That that discussion has usually been well thought out to keep you from engaging in the real discussion. So the discussion isn't, for me anyway, now I don't believe, I believe there are climate cycles. Mm -hmm. I don't believe all of the left's crazy narrative that all fossil fuel is killing us, right? But we sh why are we even having that debate? Why can't we have the debate, all right, let's assume you're right, climate change is fossil fuel driven. Why can't we be smart enough and inventive enough and creative enough, which is what our freaking country has always been, and come up with a plan that doesn't beggar us, that doesn't make us susceptible to dictators all over the world overtaking, you know, countries, right? I mean, the narrative doesn't have to be the one they set before you. You, especially in this country and this state, can change the discussion, and we should in this next election cycle. Oh, we should, and, and I think to a, a great degree we will as much as we possibly can. Now, you've seen, and we've talked about on, on this program before and others, how many Democrat Congress people are not running for re-election, mm -hmm. and uh, I think there are you know many reasons for it, but this is certainly one of them. 
I mean, there's no way to defend what this president has done. There and isn't. they know they are in for a, a bad, bad time at the midterms. Mm-hmm. So why bother to invest millions of dollars for re-election when they know their time I is up? I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I fear that the GOP, state and federal, would botch it if could botch it themselves. Because let me tell you, there's plenty in the GOP, in state and in federal, I am sorry, that are willing to hobnob with these progressives so that they look like they're in the center, middle, bringing us almost virtually the same place that the progressive would have us go. And, and we have to be aware. Thought. It's it a is. scary thought. We need to be aware that it doesn't mean anything anymore for GOP. You need to prove it to me before you'll get my vote. And, and that's the way I think. Yeah. Certainly that's the way I'm going to play the next two years. You're going you're gonna to prove it to me as much as you can because I don't necessarily believe what you say. I want you to convince me. Yeah. And I think that that's not a bad place to be right now. But the Democrats do know something is up for sure. For sure. Oh, they, they certainly do. I mean, uh, how many have, have uh, you know, already stated their, you know, the fact that they're not going to run for re-election? It's, it's well over 40 mm-hmm. by now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For, for real. So let me ask you, if I say to you, what, what, what is your impression of what the majority of the people think of the Green New Deal? Majority? Yeah. I, I think they think it's ridiculous. Okay. Ridiculous. I, I totally, the majority of the people, yes. I agree with you. Yeah. Now, and here's what they did. When you read this, I agree with you. You you have it on S, Saturday Night Live where they make good fun of it, right? AOC and her minions, right? It's a joke. And you think how left-wing Saturday Night Live is. Right, yeah, right. And has been for years. Right, yeah. but, but, but we all know it's a joke. So they had to have it in there, though. So yeah. they couldn't push to us the Green New Deal. What they had to do was build back better mm-hmm. agenda. Right. Which, folks, has worst new taxes, worst new taxes on heating, natural gas, petroleum, manufacturing, than the Green New Deal. It's worse. But who's telling you that? Right? We all know Green New Deal was a joke. It was a joke. And they knew we knew it was a joke. So what they yeah. do? They came back with a new wordsmithing. I mean, just think when, when AOC, who I think originally came up with the plans for the Green New Deal, mm-hmm. I mean, she was talking at the time about getting rid of cows. <laughs> cows. They're still talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't eat that steak. <laughs> that that meat's bad don't for you anyway. Came from a cow. We've got to get rid of those cows. Yeah, sure. Make it really hard for farmers to, to have their herd. Yeah, right? Make have it their even farm. harder for yeah. farmers than uh, what they already are dealing with. Right. Yeah. So, so when you thought, and rightly so, that the Green New Deal was a joke, understand that the Build Back Better doubled down on the Green New Deal. And most people don't know it. Picking energy winners and losers. Build Back Better agenda. Got to love that three B's. <laughs> we would spend taxpayer dollars. We're spending tax, your money and my money, yep. to push utilities to adopt more costly, politically preferred forms of energy 
a move that will reduce Americans' energy choices. Kind of like that. So take your money. You know, folks, all this money that we're spending everywhere is your money and my money. And, Ken, it's your money. It's my money, too, as little as I have of it. Just I've got even less. <laughs> you do have less. I have, everyone has less right now. But the thing that kills me is that when we're spending it, all this trillions that we're spending everywhere, I don't think we think about it. We think there's like the big government money tree or something, right? Uh -uh. But, you know, Americans work hard. They do. Work really hard. Yeah. And, and that has always been the case, which is why we brought over a trillion, over a trillion of dollars into the Treasury with the IRS this past year. Larger than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. Right? So, yeah, that's because they're, they're, they're getting more there, too. So, But, I mean, taxpayer dollars, they're taking our money. Yeah. <laughs> And manipulating and hurting so, us with in it. In so many ways. <laughs> yeah. We're getting hit all the time. Not only at the pump, but at the grocery store. Even the dollar store. Even the dollar store. Most of their items now have gone up to a dollar and a quarter. I know they are. Did you ever think you'd see that day? Yeah, they said that was coming a couple yeah. months ago. How sad yeah. is that? Right? Yeah, it is. I mean, but I understand it. They, oh, I do. I mean, they still have good bargains there. Occasionally, at the, at the, they do. But, you know, store. how are but, they going to get the trucks in? How do they? Yeah. Oh, I know. I, you know, every everything and yeah. everybody is taking a hit right now. It's sad. It is so sad. Yeah. So here's the 25th one. Doesn't seem no, like a big deal. Number 25, folks. Fueling the fire for future regulation. Mm. Finally. Now, I didn't know there was this. Finally, through the Civilian Climate Corps. I never heard of that in my life. Civilian Climate Corps. Build Back America funds salaries of tens of thousands <laughs> anti-energy activists who would help perpetuate the ideas for the high energy costs by demanding new federal regula regulation and legislation. So, so now our tax dollars are going to go to pay tens, they say, Tens of thousands of anti-energy activists. The CCC. Go, <laughs> huh? To go out and convince you that taking your money and then screwing you is the way to go. Hmm. How, like, who knew? It's about where we are right now. Yeah, but, it, but see, but it's get worse. they're seeding it yeah. underneath in the yeah. back of the curtain to make it a lot worse. Yeah. Nuts. What, are we crazy? Are we crazy? Oh, boy, oh boy. There's yeah. a lot to digest there. It is. That, is. that is for sure. It is. I'm telling you humbling when you read that. It is. It's shocking. And that is uh, from the uh, Americans for Prosperity. Dot org. How, dot right. org. How, right. Is March that? 7th. March 7th. And you'll find okay. the article. Yeah. Okay. They, if you go to their site, really easy to navigate. Yeah. And you can catch all kinds of information there. It is good to know. Yeah. Great, great information. And uh, a lot of it, I'm sure uh, very few of us were aware of mm -hmm. before you read those uh, 25. Yeah. Well, I certainly uh, wasn't. Boy, I'll tell you, I'm, uh, I'm just taken aback by it, but mm -hmm. as everybody should be. All right. It's In Touch with Kale and Cormier. Thanks to uh, Jane for running down that, uh, that list. I'm not sure we all wanted to hear it, but we know, we know it's <laughs> true. We know it's true. <laughs> And uh, we will take a break uh, and try to recover here at uh, nhtalkradio.com. In touch with Kale and Cormier. Welcome back. And uh, I noticed 
uh, Jane. Uh, this is In Touch, by the way, with uh, Kale and Cormier, Ken Kale, Jane Cormier. And there's going to be a new solar array. This news broke on uh, about Mar- March 14th. We record this on the 15th. But a new solar array is coming to bow. And Com- what is that? The company plans to build a dozen systems across New Hampshire. A Colorado company wants to build a solar farm in Bow to go with the 11 arrays it is building in other parts of New Hampshire and hopes to do many more despite the state's reputation for being less welcoming to the industry hmm. than the rest of New England. New Hampshire so, is the least welcoming when it comes to solar energy. Because we're smart, but that's okay. I want to know how the executive council okayed that contract that an out-of-state com- company Colorado was doing company. that. What, you mean to tell me there's no New Hampshire company that could do that? It says the uh, proposed Bow Solar Farm would take up about five acres on Ferry Road and would produce uh, a little more than 900 kilowatts at full blast, the amount needed to power roughly 800 homes. The company is actively soliciting customers to buy the power, ideally some credit-rated company in the footprint of Unitil, the uh. local utility uh, company. So... So we'll see. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't mind really the, you know, the experimentation. No. And the growth. I don't either. Of solar. But not now. But, uh, but you know, it, it's it's down the road, folks. Right. It's down the road. Uh, and uh, I guess this is going to take a while for, you know, for it to come to fruition if it if it does at all. But, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So, so we, we shall see about uh. that. But for right now we're dealing with uh, gas prices like none of us have ever seen. Right. And, uh, you know, Joe Biden is always great to deflect the blame on everybody else. Don't believe it. And there's a lot of things you can blame uh, Vladimir Putin for. I mean, he's he's a killer. He's a monster. He's a dictator. You can call him anything you want. Uh, But he certainly has contributed to our our oil issues, but it was going uh, the energy prices were going up long before sure. the Russian invasion of uh, of Ukraine. Right, and it and, was planned. That's what we and, know. They're not telling us that, but it was obviously in, in put well, into so many veins of our government. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we, we heard, I mean, for months, literally months, that there was going to be an invasion of okay. Ukraine by Russia. I mean, remember the, all the speculation. Well, they're going to wait until after the Olympics, which yeah. they pretty much did. But they were, I mean, they yeah. were coming like a month before that. Yeah, yeah. January. Yeah. But he made a mistake. You know what they say the mistake was, of course, that the, uh, Z, I don't know, how do you say the Chinese premier, Xi, 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 Xi whatever, yeah. Xi. President Xi, yeah. President Xi, yeah. okay, uh, was asked by, or had asked Putin to wait until to, after the Olympics. Right. Which of course now spring is hit, and they're in mud season right now over there. Had he hit in February, the ground was hard; would have made things a lot easier. So maybe you know God was looking for out for those people at that point. But I mean, everybody knew it was coming. Our government was so flat-footed; they didn't know it was coming. Yeah. Of course they and, did. And we have looked very weak uh, throughout this in, entire uh, process, for sure. And. Uh, uh, the Ukrainian people, their soldiers, their President Zelensky, I mean, you, you can't just, uh, you can't praise them enough mm-hmm. for what they have done. 
with the uh, the little resources that they have. I mean, compared to Russia, that's will. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, it, it's just uh, remarkable what they've been able to do, and yet. Uh, there have been so many deaths. Yeah. Uh, and Hor- horrible to watch. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. watching it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's live, folks. It's mm-hmm. before our very eyes. Uh, journalists now have been killed and injured on the scene. But uh, you know, so many so many children uh, ha- have been killed, mm-hmm. and in all this, so needless. Mm-hmm. Just the uh, tyrannical Vladimir Putin at it, wanting to take over Ukraine. And wanted to wanting to reestablish the Soviet Union as we once knew it. Yep, but he he saw it, he saw an opening. Yes, you know we can't yep. forget that. I you know and, and and I'm sure people will say, oh, you're crazy. No, I don't believe this would have ever happened if Donald Trump were still president well, of the United States. I don't think States. it did. It didn't happen when Trump was president. No, it did not. And he had the same desire to get Ukraine back yep. as he ever did. He so, was just waiting for the moment. Yes, he waiting was waiting for the moment. Right when we had. Probably the the weakest president of our lifetime, yeah, and probably longer than that in the Oval Office. Horrible. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a sin, really, that mm-hmm. this man is uh, residing in the White House. It it really is, and uh, the administration he has put together is hideous. Well, they're they're the administration yeah. that's keeping us down for sure. Because don't forget all those crazy people that were talking about how. You know, one one country isn't necessarily any better than the rest. Everybody's equal. We're all the same. No, human beings are not all the same. Sorry, that's that's a, that's misspeaking and that's just propaganda. We relinquished our power when he became president. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any doubt. And uh, if people would be honest about it, I think they would uh, agree with you, a hundred percent. All right, we will take a quick break. We are heading down the home stretch of this edition of In Touch with Kale and Cormier. Ken Kale, Jane Cormier here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Welcome back to In Touch with Kale and Cormier. Ken Kale, Jane Cormier here. We've been talking about energy, uh, and there is no lack of it in this program. <laughs> we, ha- we have plenty of energy. Yes, we do. Even at our advanced ages, we have plenty of energy. Uh, but uh, un- unfortunately, it's uh, getting in-, in short supply and at uh, high premium costs in this country uh, right now and uh, doesn't appear to be getting any better in the, in the near future. But let- let's look on the positive side, Okay, Jane, what is there? Uh, while we head down the home stretch. Okay. <laughs> because I know we discussed this uh, during a previous In Touch Tom Brady ah! is now officially back. Yes. With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You were I right. never thought, well, no, I wasn't. Well, well, I thought he'd be back. They said he wanted to go to the 49ers. Yeah. I was reading it. Yeah. Well, yeah. he did. Yeah. And he may still. Yeah. Uh, but right now, anyway, as far as, uh, you know. Uh, what was uh, that? Uh, what, do you, what do you think that was about? Because I don't know. I I. I think he may, might have wanted to uh, appease Giselle for a, a, a month really? or so. You think so? It was forty days. <laughs> forty the, days the, and nights. The, 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 <laughs> like Noah, right? Like Noah's Ark. Uh, you know, it. it uh, you know, his retirement uh, lasted a shorter time than, than the baseball lockout. Uh-uh. Yeah, well, you called it really. I mean, well, you I th- said he wanted to get back to. The, I still think he could. I think you were right. I think that's what he was doing to see if he would be let go. But you know what? 
Tampa Bay called his bluff. Yeah, they did. Because they that were. That was Arians. They, yeah, Arians. He's and, a nasty and, bugger. And the ownership, too. Yeah. And uh, so they, uh, you know, called his bluff. He said that he couldn't play anywhere else. Brady thought that he would get his way. I as, think he did. As he has yeah. uh, for a long time. But in this case, the Glazer family and uh, Bruce Arians stepped in and said, uh-uh, if you're going to play anywhere, it's going to be with us. Otherwise, it would be bad business. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, right now, even as we speak, uh, Tom Brady looks like he'll be back with Tampa Bay. And they've uh, and Gronk is close to an agreement if he hasn't signed one already. So he'll with, be with back. With Tampa Bay? Yes. I thought it bills, uh, the Bills were looking at him. No, I mean, they might have been, but, you know, he's going he's gonna to be where Tom is. <laughs> okay. He, <laughs> he and Tom uh, are a match made in heaven. They're yeah. In football heaven. They it's really true. are. It's true. Well, you know what? I'm not unhappy. I'm glad he's uh, back because the, the sport is better with him in it. Absolutely. I'm sorry, it is. Jane Cormier, thank you so much. That'll do it for this edition of In Touch with Kale and Cormier on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com.